Welcome to Uncover Your Light. I am Nicole, a healing guide and mentor and founder of the Transform Your Trauma and Uncover Your Light programs. I help women heal from their traumas so they can uncover that light of their soul and step into their power, fully expressed, confident, and free. On this podcast, I will share insights and tools as well as have conversations with others on topics related to these transformations. If you enjoy these episodes, please give a subscribe and a review and make sure to share with other women who need to hear these messages. Thanks for joining me on this journey. Hello. So today we're going to talk about this mental health crisis. All of a sudden, recently, everyone is talking about how we have a mental health crisis and they're blaming the pandemic for it. That is bullshit. (laughs) The mental health crisis has been around for a really, really long time. This is not new. And if you go back actually to my most recent episode before this, which was episode nine, uh, I talk about um, things that highlight why we have a mental health crisis. Our old wounds the way we've been living for centuries has led to mental health issues across the board for probably everyone, whether they're, they admit it or um, allow themselves to feel it or not. You know, a lot of us are walking around just kind of suppressing it all. And so we've been in a mental health crisis for a very, very long time. The pandemic didn't cause it. The pandemic didn't cause suicides. It didn't cause anything. It's just another piece of this larger crisis. It made people have to be with themselves. It made people feel out of control. And the truth is that most people feel out of control anyway and they haven't dealt with their shit. So when you haven't dealt with your shit, and again, you go back to my last episode because you might want to listen to that before you listen to this. When we haven't dealt with our our wounds and the traumas that have been both passed down to us and that we've experienced, then when some other big disaster hits or something happens that feels life-shattering for us, that feels emotionally distressing, which is what a trauma is. It's just something that's emotionally distressing. And we feel a lack of control because what do we do? Again, you can go back to my other video, my other podcast episode. Um, we, we think we have control of everything, right? Or we want to have control of everything. And we try to control everything when the truth is we don't have control. And the biggest and best thing you can do for yourself is to to learn how to surrender and let go in those moments. But we don't have those coping mechanisms. Instead, we have a ton of unhealthy coping mechanisms and survival techniques. And is is there something wrong with that? No, because that's just what we've learned. That's all we know. So when a pandemic hit and there was so much uncertainty and there was a lack of control and there was a lot of fear, both from fearing that you were going to lose more control 
what you don't have in the first place, or fearing that um, you were going to be sick, or just all these different fears come in. And then you're forced to be home. <laughs> and all of that stuff starts to kind of bubble up. All of those wounds bubble up in different ways, but you don't know how to cope with them because you've never really gone in there and faced them. You, or maybe you have, maybe you've been kind of doing more surface level stuff, talking about it. Um, and this isn't against, I'm not against talk therapy, but I, I, let me tell you, I spent years and years and years and years and years in talk therapy. And as somebody who has some major, major wounds um, in there, some major traumas that I have dealt with, I can tell you that that's not what got me. It was helpful. It was a piece of my toolbox. So I'm not putting talk therapy down because when I was in my biggest trauma, surviving a bombing, I needed my therapist for a certain amount of time. And then when I told her that I thought I was finished, she was so happy for me because she doesn't experience that as much as she should, where people actually move on from that therapy. And what I found that there was just a whole toolbox I needed. It wasn't just one thing. It wasn't uh, just one modality. I needed to hit it from a lot of different angles. And what truly got me there to heal from that was some major inner work that was done beyond talk therapy. So maybe we've thought like that we've been like working through things. I had that experience too. Years ago, I thought when I went through that trauma, I actually started to have other things kind of come up to the surface. So it was like ways that I had um, things that I thought that I had worked through. And I realized that they were still there, very strong. So I thought I had worked them because I had because I had talked about them because I had, you know, in my mind kind of let them go, but I hadn't done the real deep inner work. I hadn't really gone in there. <laughs> and once I started to, it was amazing. Like I was just like, this is, I didn't know this was possible. And so the problem is, is that most people haven't had that experience. Most people haven't truly dealt with the roots of their struggles, the roots of their wounds and traumas and pains. And those roots can be from our own life. They can be handed down to us from our parents. They can be a combination of the two. Um, and until we really get to them and rework them so that we don't hold on to them anymore and they aren't controlling us, then we're going to continue to experience the effects of that. We're going to continue to be in unhealthy coping mechanisms and we're going to go into survival every time we feel um, out of control or a stressor comes up. And so this last year was a trauma. It was a collective trauma and it still is. So, you know, People might think, somebody said to me the other day, oh, my boyfriend actually said to me the other day, well, I mean, but trauma sounds like a, like a, like a strong word to use. It is a strong word. 
And the problem is we don't, we don't use it. We're like, no, 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 that's, I mean, trauma has to be something like really, 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 really awful. No, a trauma is an emotionally distressing event. Something that happens to you that is emotionally distressing. And if you had literally any type of emotional distress from this, if you were really fearful, if you were really angry, if you were really sad, if you were whatever it was, trauma, you experience trauma. And so this last year has been a collective trauma. And we're not, we're no strangers to collective trauma, actually. 9-11 was a collective trauma. There were people that were more, more impacted by that, that have like a whole different level of that trauma. But the entire country, the entire world, in fact, from watching what unfolded, that was traumatizing. You know, I remember crying and crying and crying about it and feeling it like it was a trauma. And all the other public things that have happened are traumas. And then we all have our little, our traumas that help happen in our own lives. You know, you might have been in a car accident or you had childhood experiences that were traumatic or you were bullied. You know, we underestimate what bullying does. You know, we have this whole, again, go back to my last podcast episode, um, you know, where where we have to be tough and like, oh, you should be fine. Like that wasn't a big deal. Oh, somebody made fun of you. No, <laughs> that stuff can deeply affect somebody. And I'll share another day on how it affected me. Um, but right now I really want to talk about this collective trauma we've experienced and it's been long-term, right? You know, usually there's a trauma that lasts a day, a few days, and then we start to kind of move on. This has been a year, <laughs> And then on top of it, we've had other traumas on top of it that have been happening throughout the last year. And there's different levels of how that trauma impacts us and how we absorb it. But of course, people are struggling. Of course, people are committing suicide. But that's nothing new. That's nothing new. I myself had those experiences twice in my life where I almost committed suicide, where I was thinking of committing suicide. And it's nothing new. People have that experience all the time. You know, people talk about how they care about veterans. Veterans have that experience all the time. You know, we, we choose when we want to focus on it and make it a priority or not really. We want to talk about how it's a priority, but we're not really taking the actions to help the situation. And how do we help the situation? We deal with our shit. We deal with our own shit and we help other people deal with their shit. Sorry to be so blunt, but that's the truth of it. <laughs> and we're all, we're all struggling in different ways. You know, I'm very sick of seeing, you know, and especially I'm, I'm in the sp spiritual industry and I see a lot of people just like, well, if you think positively all the time and you just keep your energy in a good place all the time, then you're not affected by anything. And that's such crap, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's the dream. That's the goal. But for most people, especially with having centuries worth of wounds that need healing, and a lifetime worth of wounds that need healing, it's not cut and dry like that. 
And so it is hard work. It's hard to deal with our trauma. And a lot of times we don't want to face it. So there's a lot of people that would probably be listening to this saying, well, no, I'm not traumatized by this last year. And I bet if I got you on the phone and started to really talk about it, (laughs) we'd find out that you are in different ways. You're just high functioning. You're just functioning in a a place that you know. That's not necessarily the healthiest, but it's what you know, and it feels comfortable, and it feels fine. And so we've dealt with a collective trauma. I have dealt with a collective trauma before. We all have, but I have been in it. You know, I was standing on the street, and a bomb went off to my left and then to my right. And the one to my right was very close. And you know, I share my story in other places, but I'm going to be starting to share a lot more on this, not details because I am not going to do that to anybody. Um, but the details of my healing, the details of what I was feeling in the moment, what I was going through and how things have shifted, you know, how I healed that, how that actually, that trauma doesn't show up for me anymore. And it's my like real deep, deep, deep generational and and younger self trauma that is what I have pop up sometimes. But that trauma, I I went 100% in to healing it. And so that's how I know it's possible. And so this collective trauma that we dealt with this last year that can now show up for us in different ways because that's the nature of trauma. We could think we're great. We could, you know, think we're moving along and okay, I'm just excited to be out of this and there's a light at the end of the tunnel and I'm really excited to get back into life. And the truth is there's an old normal, there's a new normal. And there's nothing wrong with that because every day there's a new normal. We change every day. Life changes every day. We've just been hit with something that feels so big <laughs> that the old normal and new normal seem feels really daunting, right? And so we're going to step into the new normal. And I'm going to be talking about this in an upcoming workshop. I'm going to really address this trauma we've all faced together. I'm going to talk about that old normal and the new normal and how that's a good thing. I'm going to talk about the ways that this can show up for us moving forward in negative ways and how we don't have to let them take control of us. Because if I had the tools I have now, back then, I think I would have moved through it even quicker. You know, I had some of the tools and as I went, I gained more and more tools. But at the beginning, I felt sort of blindsided. You know, it could be when it comes to the pandemic and in life after, it could be going shopping could trigger something. It could trigger emotion. It could trigger anxiety. And that's okay because that's normal. Our body remembers, our mind remembers certain things. And, you know, you could even go to a store one day and feel great. And then something about another day triggers some difficulty. 
And that's not necessarily going to happen. I don't want people to assume it's going to happen, but it's the nature of living through a trauma that these things pop up and we don't necessarily, we can't quite identify exactly when they're going to and how they're going to, but that doesn't mean that we can't take control of it. So um, we have no control of when the when and the how, but we have control over creating a support network and tools to help us if and when that happens. So that's what I'm going to go over. I am going to talk about all the ways that it can show up and how to create that genuine support system, how to communicate to others and really find those connections of people that can support you. And I'm going to give you a bunch of tools that you can use in those moments, because if you can use tools in those moments to deal with them, then they, they're not going to take hold of you. So if you experience some emotion or anxiety in that moment, you know, you're dropping your kids off at school and all of a sudden, you know, you've been doing mostly virtual or you've been doing a hybrid, but there's been all these precautions in place and you felt like, okay, like I feel like my kids are pretty safe or maybe you've been a little apprehensive. And then that day that you send your kids back in and it's the full class and there's no, there aren't all these precautions being taken. It might, part of you might be like, I'm so excited and I'm so relieved for my child and for me, and this is great. But there could be an emotional response to that because of what we've experienced, because of what's been happening. And I want you to have the tools in that moment so that that doesn't take over you and that doesn't become the norm for you, that you have the tools in that moment to deal with it, that you have the tools moving forward to deal with it if it pops up or to just work through it and try to release that so that it doesn't take over. Hold. And we're also going to talk about this whole concept of control. You know, we struggle. I can tell you at this point, I'm, I am I'm like, I, I wish there was just like a date. Like, I wish I just knew a date when I would be able to travel and visit my friends in Italy again. And I wish that I knew a date when, you know, that I was definitely going to get my vaccine and my nephew was going to get my vaccine because everyone else in my family will, will be getting it soon. And, you know, I just want my, my, my little family to be, be good and feel like completely protected from it. And so I have those moments where I'm like, I just wish there was a date, but then I also know how to surrender. I've learned how to surrender to not having control and to let go of that because the truth is we do not have control <laughs> of much of anything. <laughs> Things are not in our control. Our control comes with how we respond to what we face. Our control comes to the ways we show up for ourselves and for others every day. Those are the things that we can control. And we can control the way we decide to function in this world. Are we going to allow our wounds to continue to impact us and our lives? Are we going to let our traumas 
define us and control us? Or are we going to do the work so that they don't? We have been living in a trauma. We have had other traumas throughout the year. And the problem, the other problem is that we have become sort of desensitized to it. We've faced so many traumas in our own lives and collectively that we're sort of at a point where things are so buried and we just keep piling it on that we don't even realize the intense impact it's already having on our lives and that it will have on our lives. And so I'm here to tell you (laughs) that it doesn't have to be that way. There is freedom in learning the tools you need to deal with these things when they come up. There is so much power to be had in individually dealing with our own wounds and traumas and learning to get ourselves more free of them, to surrender. And that not only helps us as individuals, but it helps the future generations. It helps our communities. It helps the people around us. And it's just so incredibly powerful. So I'm going to put the link in my show notes for the workshop I have coming up. I also have both group and um, one-on-one programs around trauma. And, you know, so the workshop is for people who just kind of like, okay, well, I want some tools now to deal with this trauma that we're dealing with right now. You know, I, I, maybe I want to work through the other stuff, all the other traumas and, and experiences and wounds that I have, but I'm not quite ready yet, but I want to kind of be introduced to this. You'll want to be on this workshop. Um, if you have any you go over and read it because it'll you'll learn how you may think you're not struggling, <laughs> but you're actually just high functioning. Uh, and then the group is um, mainly geared toward um, anxieties and going a little bit into the mother wound. Um, but it's more about the anxiety, people who experience anxiety, whether it's high function anxiety or low functioning anxiety or ping ponging between the two. Uh, and that's a group program where it's, you know, a small group. And so you have to be willing to, um, be open in that group to share with everybody. Uh, and that is um, a three-month program is how it starts. Um, some people need more. Some people need less. and Or not less. Some people are good with that. Some people need to go deeper. Or some people then will need to move into like a one-on-one situation. Um, but that um, is starting in March. So you'll definitely, since there's such a limited number of people per group, you're going to want to check that out. Uh, and then there's working one-on-one and that's where you're really making um, a commitment to go deep. That's where we're really going to address those mother wounds on top of 
the other traumas, the inner child stuff, the ancestral stuff, where we're going deep. <laughs> and that is where the um, power really is. It's uh, when we're working one-on-one, then, you know, my attention is solely on each person. And, uh, and it's sort of, I don't want to say a quicker process because again, our stuff can come back up at any time. It's not like we, um, just erase it. (laughs) Um, but the one-on-one work is you're going to see the most transformation and the most breakthroughs, um, faster than you will if you do the other the other programs. So it's really just wherever wherever you are at. Uh, if you want to hop on a call and ask questions, I am um, always here for that. And that link is in the show notes as well. But I'm really excited to bring all of these options to you. I we do have a mental health crisis and that mental health crisis is related to our disconnect from our higher selves. It's our disconnect from a healthy balance of the masculine and feminine energies. Again, if you didn't listen to my episode before this, that discusses that. Um, And it's just about stepping into our power and changing our, our family stories, creating a new legacy. And to me, that's really powerful and important. Uh, you know, do you want to continue going through this life, just going through the motions? Or do you want to savor every day and feel like you're enjoying every, well, maybe not every day? Because <laughs> again, we can have hard days. Um, but enjoying your life, feeling present in it, feeling connected, um, feeling like you're you're in your purpose and you are um, you know doing what you're passionate about instead of just doing what you think you should be doing or you know feeling lost or overwhelmed or any of those things you know we we don't want to function from those places anymore at least I don't and I hope you don't either I hope you want to really feel in the flow feel powerful feel confident, feel like your creative juices are flowing and you're just enjoying this life that you've been given. So that's all for today. Uh, Come back and listen again and uh, definitely reach out if you have any questions. Thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, You can check the show notes to follow me on social media or learn more about my programs. If you'd like to speak more about these programs, please feel free to reach out.